Excellent. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm uh, going to be a bit notey, as in, like, I'll look at my notes quite a bit, just because I haven't done this kind of thing for quite a long time, probably years. And it was something I did quite a lot at one stage of my life. But um, So I'm really um, honoured for the privilege uh, and excited about doing it. Uh, but, yeah, I feel a little bit nervous today, so please be gentle with me. <laughs> Good scene. Uh, so, yeah, as uh, Rick said, you know, we're continuing the series of... Uh, um, the fruits of the spirit love, joy, kindness and patience I have to sing it yeah uh, love, joy and peace patience, kindness, goodness, faith gentleness and self-control those are the fruits of spirit that's how I remember them yeah I couldn't do them but I just listed them anyway um, and today we're doing about gentleness and like really my hope is at the before when we leave today that we can all go away thinking about how we can be more gentle and that we allow uh, God to work in us and uh, the Holy Spirit to work in us to produce more of that fruit in our lives and that's what I would uh, I hope that I will inspire you uh, to do that today Um, and that's what uh, the talk is all about Um, but when I was thinking about um, the fruit of um, gentleness it made me think about all the other fruits of the Holy Spirit because actually um, to be gentle you kind of need some of the others so the fruits of the Holy Spirit are almost like one big fruit there's one giant peach with segments that all kind of work together because in being gentle to someone it's often showing kindness and you often need self-control to uh, show gentleness and showing gentleness to others is loving others so they all kind of intertwine so I kind I just had this thought on my actually on the drive here it's like a big giant peach with all the segments Uh, and so kind of just to think about that as I'm talking Um, so yeah we're like a community of people here that just want to love each other and love others and gentleness is one of those things that can help us to do that so my first question to you, and I haven't like pre-warned you that I'm going to throw some things out to you, uh, but uh, I'd like you to interact with me a little bit today. Um, so my first question is, what do you think of when you think of the word gentle? Cuddles. Cuddles. Who's, did you say cuddles? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Stroking a small furry animal. Oh. <laughs> Any others? Calm. Soft and feathery. Feathery. Oh, I feel really calm just like oh, <laughs> hearing the words. Lenore. Lenore. <laughs> Very good. I like that as well. I nearly said Lux Flakes, but that just shows my age. <laughs> I have no idea what they are, but that, that's great. It's, it's gentle, that's good. And little children as well. Yeah. We often will say, gentle, all gentle. Because little children have to learn to be gentle when a new baby enters the house. Yeah. Them in the eye. Yeah, yeah. Gentleness. Oh, I like that. They're great answers. I wasn't like expecting some of those, so that was really cool. Um, so the definition of gentle that I just found on Google is the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. Uh, it's softness of action or effect. Uh, and actually, in the Bible, often gentleness—the word gentleness—is like uh, often uh, kind of almost interchangeable with the word meekness. Um, and that's a lot about forbearing, being restrained, patient. Uh, and it involves humility and about valuing others uh, above ourselves. 
And uh, the, a couple of words that I thought of when we think about gentle was uh, a gentleman. Because when you think about, people say, oh, he's a real gentleman. And when you think about that, you think of somebody who's really respectful and kind and gentle. Uh, and then I also thought about the saying, uh, oh, he's a, gi- he's a gentle giant. Because when we think about a giant, we often think of something that's really intimidating and scary and somebody who like you wouldn't want to approach a giant but a gentle giant is often somebody who's just really you know somebody on a hug like a cuddle a gentle giant they're really you know kind and gentle um and uh, yeah so they were some of the words that i thought of um so what gentleness is not is it's not weakness because i think uh, so i was expecting that maybe somebody would say oh i sometimes think of the word weakness when i think of gentle because it kind of sounds a little bit I don't know. It's not edgy, is it? Fragile. Um, fragile. Yeah, so um, yeah, so it's not weakness, and it's not harsh, and it's not severe. Um, and it actually takes a strong person to be gentle. Uh, and so when I was thinking about what is, like when we're talking about strength and gentleness, I thought about toilet roll. Um, so toilet roll, often it's advertised as being gentle or soft, but also strong, because we need it to be strong for what it's used for. <laughs> but I won't no, expand on that. But, yeah, so if we can go away today thinking, I want to be like toilet roll, I want to be gentle and strong, then I think that's, you know, that's good. Uh, so you just have that little image in your mind. If you learn things by images, think of toilet roll. Um, and I'll give you another image later on that's probably not so... I don't know. Who wants to think about toilet roll? Maybe not. So I'll I'll give you another image later that you can think about instead to remember to be gentle. So um, it's always great to look to Jesus as our example um, in any of these things, any of the Holy, you know, gifts, uh, sorry, fruits of the Holy Spirit. Obviously, Jesus was all of those things. Um, And I'm just going to read a few of the things that Jesus actually said that really bring across his gentleness. So one of them is, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. There's something really gentle about that. Like, just come, just come, if you're weary, and all of you, you know, everybody's included, just come. Uh, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and I will find rest for your soul. I just think, like, when there's heavy times, and I think, you know, maybe lots of them have gone through some really heavy times, for Jesus to come and say, just come, just have rest. Like, I'm not saying, oh, just get on with it and just do this and, you know, this harshness. He's just like, just come, I'll give you rest. And Jesus describes his own character in the parable of the prodigal of the son that he spoke about. And I'm sure everybody in this room knows the story of the prodigal son, but I will explain that he, uh, there was a father and two sons and one of them asked for their inheritance early and they went away with that inheritance and squandered it, made loads of wrong, bad choices, messed up a little bit. Uh, and then they came back uh, to their uh, father went, came back to the house and it says in the Bible it says his father saw him coming filled with love and compassion and he ran to his son embraced him and kissed him and I just really like that like I want to be like that I want to follow that example of you know somebody messes up and we just go 
you know, you're welcome back here. There's not these harsh words. Because what would have happened if that father just went, you have messed up, you have, you know, we've taken all money, you've done this. Like, they would have just turned away and gone. But instead, they were welcomed back in. And maybe they had some conversations then at some point. Who knows what conversations then took place. But that initial welcome of just come, because otherwise there's a thing where, you know... certain your actions and your words can either bring someone towards you or turn somebody away from you and in that there was this gentleness of like just come Uh, and so I just want to talk a little bit about the kind of contrast between gentleness and harshness and the the difference that that makes Um, so my friend uh, I've got a friend and somehow she um, just had a bit of a habit of killing her pets (laughs) By accident, but she told me many stories and I can't remember them all. And there's one about she like once poked her budgie with a stick or something, and the next day it was dead. And uh, <laughs> there was one about a guinea pig. I can't remember what happened to that. But there, she had all these stories. She was a very funny person who you know she told lots of funny stories. But one of her stories was about a fish. So this is one of the images I want you to go away with about the fish to remember to be gentle. Um, so. Uh, the goldfish bowl was really mucky. It's really mucky. That's a very Yorkshire word to use. Does anybody know what mucky is? Dirty. (laughs) My Yorkshire came out of me then. It's really mucky. Uh, So uh, it was really dirty. And uh, she thought, oh, it just needs a really good clean. So uh, she used bleach. (laughs) So she cleaned uh, the bowl out with bleach. And she thought, you know, I best rinse it really well. Uh, So rinsed it really well. Um, put the fish back in um, and the next morning as you can imagine there was uh, a dead fish in the water a white dead fish in the water so, not all, so the fish was really clean but it was also dead um, so it, she clearly had really good intentions she thought this is really dirty so I want to give it a really good clean I'm going to use some bleach but actually so there's great intentions there but obviously bleach is way too harsh uh, to clean your fish bowl um, and really what we want to do is uh, you know if you do something gentle you know um, there's life isn't there but it brings life but um, if there's something harsh it can often yeah not bring some good results um, and actually it reminded me of the story that Charlotte shared last week about her friendship with Susie and how Susie got alongside her and was a friend and I thought you know that was showing kindness but also there was a lot of gentleness in that because I think Charlotte said tell me if I'm wrong she said something about she was when she came to Lincoln she feared kind of like oh no there's this person who you know and there was kind of a fear of how you she would react and thinking oh yeah what are they going to say to me and you know I've done these things and done that you know uh, but actually Susie just showed gentleness and her kindness and actually if she'd been like Charlotte you're just doing this wrong and you're doing that wrong and like you need to really do this then and it just would have not had the thing of bringing Charlotte towards Jesus and um so the result of her gentleness is, you know, yeah, bringing you to Jesus, and which is great. And, um, yeah, so I was thinking about this thing about, you know, gentleness bringing people towards you or away. And I actually came across this quote 
by a, an ordained rabbi, which was interesting. So I don't know loads about this guy, but he talks a lot about communication and how communication uh, makes a real difference. Um, and I'm just going to read this kind of longish quote about gentleness. The colossal misunderstanding of our time is the assumption that insight will work with people who are unmotivated to change. Communication does not depend on syntax or eloquence or rhetoric or articulation, but on the emotional context in which the message is being heard. People can only hear you when they are moving towards you, and they are not likely to when your words are pursuing them. Even the choicest words lose their power when they are used to overpower. Attitudes are the real figures of speech. Um, and I think that just really shows how the use of our words and how we use gentle words and not harsh words really make uh, a difference. <clears throat> yeah, if we... Um, sometimes we might have people in our lives and we can see kind of maybe they're messing up or we just think, oh, I wish they'd just clean up their act or change their behaviour and maybe even with our children sometimes like, you know, and... You just want them uh, to kind of change. But actually, harsh and critical words can push people away. Uh, but the opposite effect, gentleness, can really bring them towards you and they can hear you. They can actually listen and hear the words that you're saying. Um, in Proverbs, it says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh words stirs up anger. Mm. Um, I was thinking about people who, you know... You don't see it as often these days, but there's still people out there who preach on the streets, don't they, and t tell you you're going to go to hell and that we're all sinners. Uh, and to be honest, I don't really want... You know, I can't imagine that people really want to listen to that. I think people will start to listen if we get alongside them. Like, we say, oh, you know, what's going off in your life and what are the needs in your life? You know, showing kindness towards them. All of these things are much more likely to bring them towards Jesus then is shouting at them and telling them they're going to hell if they don't come to him. It's like retracting <laughs> them away. So I thought it would be good for us to have a little think and discuss, and again, I've not told you that I'm going to do this, but uh, just because I think practically it'd be good to go away and think, practically, this is how I can be more gentle. This is what I can do different. So what I'd like us to do, just get in a few little groups of a few people and just think about a time in your life that maybe you've received harsh words or you've observed them and what the response was to that or when you've observed somebody being gentle and what the response to that was uh, in a situation. And... Um, but also to think about how can we be more gentle in our lives? How do you think you can practically put that in your lives? And I think for there's probably certain people who in they've maybe got certain personalities that it actually is more it's easier to be gentle. Um, and then there may be other people in this room going, oh gosh, I found it really hard to be gentle with people when they've done this or they've done that. And so to really think about what can we do differently. Um, to show gentleness in people's lives. So I'm just going to give you a few minutes uh, to just chat about that in your groups and then maybe a few people might want to just share what you've talked about. That's all right? Right, do you think everybody's ready to come together? Has everybody said their words? Yes. You're ready? Ding, ding, ding. Gently. Let's just gently come to a conversation. <laughs> Great. Right, I'll probably just go to each group and if anybody wants to just uh, 
talk about what you've talked about with the rest of the group, then that's great. <laughs> Anybody from here? Hannah, I heard Hannah saying something that I thought was good. I said a few things. Because what I found really helpful about what you've said is the comparison between being harsh and gentle. Because I'm, I'm actually really quite a harsh person. So I find it really easy to be gentle with children. I find it really easy to be gentle with people that I don't know. I don't find that easy with my children or my husband. And, and so, we could do I said the same thing. Did you say the same thing? Yeah. So, and I don't know what happens in me. And I think I, I can do it with other people's children, but I do think there's something where by the time they're sort of like eight or nine, I think you should know that by now. You should have learned that by now. And something switches in me where I don't have as much patience. I can't be as gentle as I, I can when I know that we're, we're learning that. And I, for some reason, I forget that everybody is learning. <laughs> Everyone's always learning, aren't they? Um, so I found that comparison really helpful because when I, if I was to go away, I need to be more gentle. Um, I'd go, yeah, 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 I need to be more gentle. But actually, if I say, I need to be less harsh, that's a more, like, if I was thinking about a smart target, yeah. that, would, that would be something measurable that yeah. I could actually go, oh, I didn't, I didn't handle that in the way that I would have done yeah. before because I've chosen not to. But... Um, we also talked a bit about Lou as well. Do you want to talk, Lou? Not really. Okay. <laughs> we talked about Lou. Because if you don't know Lou, Lou is a firefighter. And, but she's also a very calm and gentle, strong person. So she brings... You feel safe when Lou's around because she is... You're the Lou. <laughs> Adam, Adam and Claire had a fire in their house and yeah. they said Lou turned up and she, they said it completely changed their whole feeling about how the situation was going to go um, because of the way Lou kind of cared for them. It wasn't just because she knew them. I would imagine she'd do this um, in every situation. But Lou said the interesting thing is she walks into chaos um, and the the kind of opportunity to be gentle is dictated by the demeanour of the other person. Yeah. If the other person is defensive, then it's a lot Difficult. harder to, yeah. to have a gentle response. Whereas if the other person is going, oh, no, I can't believe I've done this, and is, is almost like aware that they've made a mistake or that they've just set fire to their house... Um, she, she said it's a lot easier to kind of work with them and help. And even though Lou keeps saying every time we say she's gentle, no, you don't know what I'm like. <laughs> and the, the fact is sometimes people ooze that. And I think yeah. in that kind of scenario, that's a real skill, I think, that yeah. Lou probably brings into that, that, um, that scenario. Yeah, and I think that's one of the challenges, isn't it? Is that some people are really easy to be gentle towards. Uh, and other people it's much more of a challenge so yeah and I know for myself like I would generally say that I'm a gentle person and gentle with people but um, again like children I'm probably quite harsh towards my eldest son sometimes um, but, but I am gent- I'm generally a gentle person uh, but yeah it, sometimes it can be to do with the other person and so they, that's an area that I think well that's probably my challenge is it's you know, generally I'm gentle, but 
there are certain people that I don't find that as easy with, so there's the challenge. Uh, anyone from this end of the group? Yeah, so I've immediately thought of um, some sort of compared some different um, ways I've been had professionals involved with um, not my son that comes with me here sometimes but a younger one so um, and just how you know he has he can come across as being very very difficult um, and just the difference that it can make you know um, so we've had two different sets of professionals that as a younger person they were very very unkind very harsh very stripped, very didn't want to listen, weren't interested, um, and so he didn't comply, he didn't want to know, he got angry, he got rude, he, you know, and then when similar professionals as an adult have come along, he's immediately assumed that he's going to have the same situation. Actually, particularly with this one lady, she listened to me and she changed what she needed to do and the, the result was complete he doesn't talk to anybody you know and yet he she said well I'll meet him in a coffee shop then rather than I've got to come to his house I don't like people in my house and they sat and talked for an hour um, yeah and it is a combination of actions and words isn't yeah. it and yeah right at the end I said yeah. social media yeah you know, that has almost kind of you know almost in, can encourage people to be able to be unkind because you're not it's easier to be you know to be mean to somebody and I wondered I was agreeing because my youngest daughter's had a variety of social workers and things and we were sort of agreeing on those but I wondered whether gentleness is synonymous with listening to a degree and whether actually people are more inclined to be gentle if they're listening more inclined to be harsh if they're just speaking without that listening element. I don't know, it had never occurred to me before, but I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's a good thought, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Anyone else? Should you want to say anything? We said the same. You said the same thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, um, it's really interesting what they said about the being kindness, uh, sorry, showing gentleness can sometimes depend on how the other person is. Because I think that to be gentle just take a bit of an element of vulnerability as well. Yeah. And, and maybe sometimes if you're met with the harshness and defensiveness, you, well I know that I just shut up a little bit because yeah. I, you know, to be gentle, you have got to let your guard down a little bit. You've got to actively listen. You've got to, you know, meet people in a really soft space. And sometimes, depending on who you're with, that can, open up things in you that maybe you don't you go actually make it's, mm-hmm. it's easy to just keep this really like boom boom done mm-hmm. okay. and there's an I suppose one of the other challenges yes. sorry, sorry with this is is gentleness is a really important thing for lots of kind of scenarios but I was just thinking about Lou's situation again because every time we've talked about it she said oh you should see it like they hate me and my colleagues hate me at work because <laughs> of, of what I have to I keep telling them off about stuff and the interesting thing is gentleness if, if that's your only approach sometimes it might be hard to get stuff done or yeah. get things yeah. yeah, active yeah. in certain situations because 
it's about the gentleness is, is really important to apply to certain situations but sometimes mm. if you need to encourage someone to get something done sometimes there might be a bit of direction needed or, and but I suppose gentleness can still kind of show itself in the language that you yes. suppose yeah, yeah. saying yeah. that you don't have to be cutting and brutal and, yes. and unkind in the way you talk yes. to but I think sometimes if you think of gentleness just being soft, yeah. you probably go flipping out. Imagine trying to get anyone to do anything. Yeah. Before you're being is all like, oh, let's just take that time. Yeah, and I think that's why it's important. There's, a, there's like the combination of gentle and strong. And I was going to say there's a bit of a disclaimer in all of this in that sometimes there's a time to be really firm yeah. and, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. say how it is. And Jesus wasn't, you know, no, you know when he went, went into the temple and yeah. was thrown over the yeah. uh, tables. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem very gentle yeah. um, so there's a time for certain things but yeah. there is a way in, in which to do that that yeah. isn't harsh yeah. if you yeah. do the contrast thing so uh, yeah, yeah so I think yeah that's I've, I would I'd put it as a disclaimer you know this isn't yeah. it doesn't mean there's not a place yeah. to be really firm and all those kind of things but you can think about the words that you use I was just thinking of a few examples where um, you know people have said it's a long time ago people said some really blunt harsh things to me but I look back and say that really was a kindness because I still remember what they said and it still corrects my behaviour today, mm-hmm. you know. But their, their actions, they were doing it in love. Yeah. You know, they saw me going down the wrong path and said, you idiot, you can't do that, you know. And um, it worked. Yeah, it and worked. I think that sometimes that comes out of a relationship, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and no way you already know. Yeah, and you already understand yeah. that what they're what's behind it, which was love. Yeah. yeah. Behind those words, right. yeah. uh, and having an understanding of that, and you know, yeah. relationship is like you know, it's it's got many facets to it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So having that understanding is good. Um, yeah, so I think I'll uh, conclude because we've taken quite a bit of time. Is this the right amount of time? Is it 35 minutes that we've yeah. going? Anyway, <laughs> um, so my final words just to take away with you are to remember the toilet roll, be both gentle and strong, and remember the fish, uh, and speak gentle words that bring life yeah. and not death. Uh, Ephesians 4 says, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bear one another in love Philippians 2 do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above ourselves and I think those are like two verses that kind of you know talk very well about being gentle um, I'm just going to end uh, with a prayer if that's okay so thank you Jesus that you show us gentleness that we can come to you with our burdens that you will bring us rest And I pray that you'll help us to respond to others with gentleness and compassion and that we know when to be restrained and when we need to be more firm. I pray that you'll just help us to go away from here today to think about what we can do differently and think about others above ourselves to love others more. And Holy Spirit, we ask you that you will work in us to produce more of your fruit, that we will grow in that. And in the fruit that we bear, that we'll see fruit being bared, whatever that word is, the fruit being produced in other people's lives. Um, And that we'll show more gentleness in our lives. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.